Hi there, welcome back to the Three Star for Governor Show. Uh, and we are hot on the trail of the Trumpy Von Schittler going to jail. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, Ladies Night at Dry Bar Comedy. That sounds pretty wicked. Great stuff. <clears throat> Girl living off grid built the world's most secret underground home with fireplace. <laughs> 2022. Wow, that sounds cool. 2.1 million views. Mysteries of the ancient world's lost religions, lost gods, odyssey. Ancient history documentaries. That sounds pretty cool. Loretta Lynn, who was born a coal miner's daughter before becoming one of the crown jewels of country music, has died at age 90. Aww. Loretta, thank you for being our little songbird. Declassified documents reveal fallen angel. What the time? What the hell? What the time is that? What the hell? Um. Pre-constitution course on Hillsdale. I already took it actually. <laughs> Every diet ever ever done. Drive a bar comedy. This is what you guys can't stand. Jimmy Ruskin fires back at GOP over January six. Let's check this out. Forbes breaking news. <laughs> House Judiciary <laughs> Committee holds <laughs> hearing on pending legislation. Mr. Chairman, um, on the evening of January 6th, some of our colleagues, um, both on the floor and off the floor, made an effort to blame Antifa for the assault on the Capitol. And that effort has failed because there's no evidence behind it. The Proud Boys were looking. It's a fucking lie and a pretense. They were eager to, you know, to blame the get black into people. A, a street brawl with uh, Antifa.
anti-fascists. Look at that cute puppy!
poco bueno. 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 Uh -huh. All right. Glass. That's hot right now. Okay. I'll get a glass. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on, Buffy. Oh, it's a bakey. Talking my puppy. What are you doing in here, bitch? Get out of here. Scram. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, hold on, I'm gonna put my back. Are you coming up? I'm coming. No, no, you gotta stay right there because eat right there. You got your stuff. Oh, okay, because uh. You wanna go copy eat? Uh, yeah, because uh, you didn't uh, toast my buns. I know, she I don't know said. How to toast it. You just put it in the frying pan with a little grease and, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, I never After do. the hamburger. You know, I never do. Yeah, well, you want to toast it doesn't time? taste the same.
What are you doing, cutie?
at the baker. Hey, baker. Hey, baker. Hey, baker. Snooze you lose, kitty.
I didn't know I was uh, podcasting. Okay, let's uh, hear more about Jamie Raskin. Out, but there was no Antifa present. But I wonder if it turned out that it had been Antifa. Let's say Antifa had done what the crowd boys and the keepers and the three percenters and the militia groups and the QAnon networks and others who were assembled by Donald Trump's Trump had done. What if they had smashed our officers over the head and in the face? Breaking people's noses, causing them to lose fingers, breaking ribs, breaking ankles, legs. These are our cops, giving them contusions, concussions, traumatic brain injuries, causing post-traumatic stress syndrome. I wonder, would we get a different response Hell yeah. from our colleagues on the other side of the aisle? In other words, to what extent does the ideological provenance of this violent insurrection, this unprecedented massive assault on the Capitol affect their estimation of the gravity of these events? And it's a serious question. I'm happy to yield. You want, you want an answer? I would. So please. So, well, is it, in my situation, it's not ideological. I, on January 3rd, myself and three members of this committee, Chip Roy, King Buck, and Tom McClinton, issued a statement urging people not to come here to accept the results of the electors. And so today I don't have an ideological axe to grind either. I find it odd that you all are defending one of the people who assaulted the Capitol. Defending who? Ray Epps. I, I, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. That's you, the resolution. Okay, well, I'll reclaim my time here. The, the, the GOP side has boycotted and rejected every attempt to have an independent or a House of Representatives investigation. Now, the, originally the Republican proposal was to have an outside 9-11 style commission with five Republicans, five Democrats. Equal subpoena power on both sides, equal staffing on both sides. And you know what? A lot of Democrats were opposed to it because they said, why should we do that? We're in the majority. But the Democrats agreed to it. And they agreed to it with Mr. Katko, who is the representative.
of the minority leader, Mr. McCarthy, and after we went back and conveyed our agreement to the GOP proposal, it was vetoed by the fourth branch of government. I'm not yielding now. It was vetoed by the cult leader, Donald Trump, who said he wanted no investigation at all. That's your guy. Donald Trump, he said he wanted no investigation. And so you pulled the plug on the investigation you originally advocated because Donald Trump didn't want it. Let's tell some truth. You're talking about truth. I'm giving you the truth. I'm giving you the facts about it. And then when Speaker Pelosi said, well, in that case, the House of Representatives. Representatives will conduct our own investigation. Then again, you guys boycotted it because you wanted to put pro-insurrection members on the committee. And so we ended up with a bipartisan committee of people really interested in getting the facts. And you know what? This is what you guys can't stand. America listened to it because we had real congressional hearings. Unlike what goes on here, with the temper tantrums and the diatribes, and too often our side gets pulled into what you guys are doing, but we had real hearings. And 25, 30 million Americans watching because we told the truth about Donald Trump's assault on democratic institutions and the right to vote in America. And maybe you can't handle the truth, but that's the reality, and nobody has laid a glove on any of the testimony that has come out during those hearings. So we hear this absurd whining about Ray Epps, who has absolutely nothing to do with any of it, and all of these conspiracy theory allegations have been deep. up and down up and down you think you've got something you do bring him in and talk to him or send us a letter or do something but why don't you deal with the reality of the situation do you think that donald trump tried to get the secretary of state of georgia a lifelong republican named raffensperger to just find him 11,781 votes is that real or is that fake interesting facts is that real or is that fake? Do you think you think Donald Trump? Are you offering to yield now? Maybe the gentleman is. Okay, I'm just saying I, I would like a serious response to our hearings because the time of the gentleman has expired. If you wanted a serious response, the Republicans would have been allowed to be on the committee. Who seeks recognition? Uh, Louis Gomer wants recognition, please. Mr. Gomer has already spoken on this. On the amendment made to this excuse. For what purpose does the general control this situation? Move to strike the last one. Ms. Ray, please. Are you the Mr. Johnson? Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Well, the gentleman will come back for an answer. It's not my time. You know, I could take more seriously some of uh, the frivolous conspiracy theories afoot in the far reaches of the internet, which somehow fell into Congress, if at least our colleagues would 
accept the reality of what the rest of the country has embraced, Donald Trump's big lie is nothing but propaganda and disinformation. And the moment one of them says, you know what, we... Hashtag the Democrats.
Right. We were wrong about this guy. He's an enemy of our constitutional order. He's a compulsive liar. And he's in it for himself. And he tried to convert the presidency into an instrument of money, make, money making and profiteering on the backs of the American people. Then I could listen to you. But instead, I heard on January 6th, members of this committee, members on the other side of the aisle, try to blame the whole thing on Antifa. And when that didn't work, well then, let's crawl down some other rabbit holes and throw out some more propaganda. They spread the big lie further. It wasn't enough to lie about the election, a lie that was rejected by more than 60 federal and state court judges, including eight named to the bench by Donald Trump himself. Every allegation of election fraud, every allegation of electoral corruption thrown out by the courts, including by his judges, and they don't won't say a word about it. But instead, they will come up with some utterly frivolous rabbit hole conspiracy theory to try to pull a smokescreen over the eyes of the public. And they think that that's going to work. Well, we'll see if it's going to work. You know what that kind of attack on democracy gets you? It gets you an attack on freedom. Because Abraham Lincoln, the founder of the real Republican Party, a Republican Party that was an enemy of slavery, an enemy of racism, an enemy of know-nothingism and immigrant bashing, that's how Abraham Lincoln caught it. But it was Abraham Lincoln who said that democracy is like the beautiful silver platter upon which rests the golden apple of freedom. And today, obviously, democracy is under attack, a violent attack by these forces. And freedom is, too, Reclaim. by the Supreme Court, which they packed. And that's what we're fighting to defend our democracy and our freedom against the autocrats, the kleptocrats and the bullies and the tyrants and the despots, all of them, I yield back and thank you for the time. Thank you, I yield uh, the balance of my time to Mr. Jones. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Y you know, when, when I heard Representative Jackson Lee, followed by Representative Raskin, talk about the myriad injuries, including numerous deaths resulting from what happened in the insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th, I got a little nervous. The reason I got nervous is because when I started talking about the injuries earlier, my Republican colleagues erupted in unison. They tried to take down my words. They said I was, and in fact, they, I think they accused Representative Dean of doing the same thing, uh, of, of being uh, not generous enough in, in terms of the words that we used. We, we devolved into a conversation about whether it was the physical contact with Officer Sicknick that caused him death or, or whether it was proximately, more proximately caused by the heart attack that he suffered as a result of that physical contact. And it just speaks to a larger problem. And that is the beholdenness that Republicans in this Congress feel to Donald Trump. They will do and say everything to stay in his good graces, even to the point of dismissing the tragedy, the horror.
see here. Right. Horrifying existential crisis that January 6th represents. Mr. Roy had the nerve to talk about Article One of the Constitution. As a member of Congress, along with the rest of you, I too want to vigorously assert Congress's Article One powers. You know the most powerful thing to do is under Article One? As a legislative branch, we get the authority to impeach the President of the United States. And far too few of our Republican colleagues joined us in that democracy-saving effort following the of January 6th. Only a handful of Republicans in the House had the courage to do that, even though the evidence was voluminous. We experienced it, and we observed it in real time, in fact, leading up to, and of course, on the day of January 6th, to see the former president through pushing the big lie, and then holding his rally, and then instructing people to march on the Capitol. Literally, incited the violent insurrection at the Capitol. And you did not join us in exercising our power under the Constitution to make sure that something like that never happened again. I yield back. Gentleman yields back. Who seeks recognition? Could I? Uh, yes, Owens. Bruce Owens. Owens. For my purposes, does Mr. Owens seek recognition? Uh, I just like the last word. Gentleman is recognized.
Uh, would like to yield my time to uh, Mr. Roy, if he's still there. Roy, Mr. Roy's not here, but Mr. Massey would take some okay. time. All right. Well, all right, Mr. Massey, please take the time. Thank you. And if he has time, I would Thank ask the gentleman to yield. I thank the gentleman from Utah. Um, I wonder if the other side thinks it's a conspiracy or a rabbit hole that uh, that uh, at least half a dozen FBI informants were involved in the kidnapping plot of Governor, Governor Whitmer. Um, I don't think it is because that's been shown in court. And uh, I just find it amazing. They're, they're talking about lies, but we're not here to make statements today. We are here to ask questions. We want to disprove or prove. I, I prefer to disprove that Ray Epps' uh, his involvement is deeper than what we see. But what we see is troubling, and I find that the other side is defending it. Like, the gentleman on the other side said he didn't know what I was talking about when I said they're trying to exonerate Ray Epps. Will, will the gentleman yield? No, I will not. They're... This is for January 6th. That's mine. <clears throat> it baffles me. Here's a man who you say assaulted democracy that, and you have no, the other side has no curiosity, no curiosity whatsoever. It's, and if you want to disprove a conspiracy theory, as one of my colleagues already said, the best way to do it is release the truth. Every time the attorney general has been asked, every time the FBI, FBI has been asked, they hide behind their policy. But their policy does not trump Congress. We created the FBI. We created the DOJ. They are creations of Congress. And we. fund them every year. They don't have the option of not answering us, yet that is what they're trying to do every time they come here. It is their refusal to answer these questions. It is their attempts to target parents at school, bar, school board meetings. It is their involvement 
in the FBI, in the, I almost called it FBI kidnapping plot, well, it pretty much was, in the kidnapping plot in Michigan that created this thing, this question that we have to answer here today. So I don't know, don't call them lies, they're questions. We're asking questions of the president and the attorney general, give us the information that's in your possession. Don't keep showing up to these committees in the House and the committees in the Senate and saying our policy doesn't allow you to answer this question. I thought this was the question of our time. What led to this day to January 6th? With that, I would yield back to Mr. Like Owens or... Who is that guy? Who is that black dude? Is that... I think that's one of the goods. Um, Mandela? Is that Mandela Barnes? It's really cool. Let's see if I can find a... Uh, it's early. Sign. My Republican colleagues erupted in unison. They tried to take down my words. They said I was... And in fact, they, I think they accused Representative Dana doing the same thing uh, of, of being uh, not generous enough in, in terms of the words that we used. We, we devolved into a conversation about whether it was the physical contact with Officer Sicknick that caused him death or, or whether it was proximately, more proximately caused by the heart attack that he suffered as a result of that physical contact. And it just speaks to a larger problem. And that is the beholdenness that Republicans in this Congress feel to Donald Trump. They will do and say everything to stay in his good graces, even to the point of dismissing the tragedy, the horrifying existential crisis that January 6th represents. Mr. Roy had the nerve to talk about Article One of the Constitution. As a member of Congress, along with the rest of you, I, too, want to vigorously assert Congress's Article One powers. You know the most powerful thing to do is under Article One. As a legislative branch, we get the authority to impeach the President of the United States. Yeah, you can also and impeach uh, Judge Cannon. Far too few of our Republican colleagues joined us in that democracy-saving effort following the events of January sixth. <laughs> Only a handful of Republicans in the House had the courage to do that, even though. The evidence was voluminous. We experienced it and we observed it in real time, in fact, leading up to and, of course, on the day of January 6th to see the former president who pushing the big lie and then holding his rally and then instructing people to march on the Capitol literally incited the violent insurrection at the Capitol. And you did not join us in exercising our power under the Constitution mm -hmm. to make sure that something like that never happened again. I yield back.
gentleman yields back. Who seeks recognition? Could I? Uh, yes, Owens. Burgess Owens. Owens. My purpose is to Owens seek recognition. Uh, I just strike the last word. Gentleman is recognized. I uh, would like to yield my time to uh, Mr. Roy if he's uh, still there. Roy, Mr. Roy's not here, but Mr. Massey would take some okay. time. All right, well, all right, Mr. Massey, please take the time. Thank you. And if he has time, I would Thank ask the gentleman to yield. I think the gentleman from Utah. Um, I wonder if Utah thinks it's a conspiracy or a rabbit hole that uh, that uh, at least half a dozen FBI informants were involved in the kidnapping plot of Governor Whitmer. Um, Why is he fucking smiling? Because that's been shown in court. And uh, I just find it amazing. We're we're talking about lies, but we're not here to make statements today. We are here to ask questions. We want to disprove or prove. I I prefer to disprove that Ray Epps' uh, involvement is deeper 